Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You are about to hear a recording of the second ever Films to be Buried with Live that we did at the BFI South Bank. Quick shout out to Anna and Kate and Mel for making this happen. And thank you to the amazing audience who really brought their A-game, particularly in the Q&A section, some of which is here for your listening pleasure. There will be a few cuts to this recording for, you know, legal reasons or whatever. And also because of the circle of trust we established. But most of the episode is here. And of course, there is extra material over at patreon.com forward slash Brett Goldstein, which includes conversations about the best opening and best closing scenes of all time, and also the film that changed Lolly's perspective on something. Join the Patreon and help the show, and remember to subscribe and give it a five-star review, because it helps our numbers, it helps me keep making it, means you can keep listening to it, blah, 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 we can all keep doing this until forever and ever and ever until we all die and the world explodes. Thank you very much. This live episode was with the wonderful and frankly brilliant Lolly Adafope. And if you want more of the two of us together and you like the show Line of Duty, then head over to BBC Sounds, where we are halfway through a run of a series of podcasts called Obsessed with Line of Duty, where we break down every episode of this current series. It is proper good fun if you like that sort of thing. So get amongst it. Anyway, shh, here we go. Live from the BFI. Enjoy. Look out! Hello and welcome to the second ever live episode of Films to be Buried with. My name is Brett Goldstein. I am a comedian, an actor, a writer, a director, a human statue, and I love films. As John Lennon once said, life is what happens when you're making other plans, or it's a movie about prison starring Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. This episode is being recorded at the BFI Southbank, and today's special guest is a stand-up, a character comedian, a TV star, an action movie star. She's helped Idris Elba build a website. She's the greatest thing to have ever been made in Sutton, other than the six-screen UCI cinema. And very soon, she'll be so famous she won't acknowledge me in public, so I'd better make the most of this. Please welcome to the stage the magical, the brilliant, the glorious, it's Lolly Adafope! <laughs> Lolly. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. Hello, Lolly. Hi. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, before we start, now, when I record these privately, uh, I, I say, you know, if you say anything you regret, mm-hmm. we'll cut it. I won't yes. keep it in. Yeah. 
but we ha- we do have witnesses. Sure. Um, so what I will do is I'm going to give you a safe word. Mm-hmm. If I ask anything too personal or there's anything, you just say the safe word. Okay. And your safe word is Neeson. Okay. Um, okay. 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 <laughs> Seems fine. <laughs> so, um, Lolly, you, if I may... Please. Uh, are in Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes. Congratulations. Thank I love it. Thank you so it. much. Thank you. Uh, and I believe you broke Tom Cruise's ankle. Yes, I did. Please tell <laughs> yeah. the story. I was in the scene. Sorry, it's showbiz term. Sorry, I was in on. the scene. Right. And um, the now infamous scene where he jumps from a building and grabs onto another building and he broke his ankle. And I was on the other side of the wall that day. So he jumped and then it sort of took quite a long time and he sort of hobbled back over to the other side of the building. We were like, I think it's fine. (laughs) Um, And it wasn't fine. (laughs) He broke his ankle and they had to stop filming for like six months, I think. So in my head, I was like, I'm cursed. (laughs) And I did that to him. I know, because he'd done quite a lot of quite massive things. Yeah. And not died. No. Or hurt himself. No. And then your one scene. One scene, one day. Broke his ankle. One take, yeah. Co- coincidence? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, you ha- have, here's some big news. If you don't know this about Lolly, the reason I say Lolly's going to be so famous we won't be able to talk to her anymore is you're about to be, it's about to come out, a very big American TV show called DJ Shrillex. DJ Shrillex, uh, yes. Shrill, a show called Shrill. <laughs> Uh, will you please tell us briefly about Shrill? Uh, Shrill is a comedy on Hulu star- starring A.D. Bryant um, and it's about a woman who wants to change her life but not her body and so she is a fat woman who people keep telling her like you need to lose weight you need to change your life and she's like leave me alone <laughs> mind your business so that comes out on March the 15th on Hulu. Now you had to go to LA to mm-hmm. audition for it for yes. one day they flew you out you yes. auditioned and then they flew you back home yeah I did a self tape first and then yeah. I did a recall in LA was yeah. it not so stressful that plane ride it was and it wasn't also because I was going to be doing Edinburgh okay that year oh yeah so I was kind of like if I get this part then I have to cancel my Edinburgh show which in a way is the dream great. <laughs> 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 um, but because like, normally I do stuff really last minute, yeah. but I think like the day before I left or something, I'd just done loads and loads of work on the show and was finally at the point where I was like, this is going to be a great show. <laughs> and then, so I think I was just sort of in two minds about like, oh, do I want to do this actually? Because all that work that I've done will yeah. go to waste. I'd rather, um, I'd rather play to 60 people in a porter cabin yeah. in Edinburgh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That... I know the struggle. <laughs> uh, and uh, but that is of course TV. Yes. What yeah. about film? Do you love it? No. no. <laughs> Which is why you're my dream guest. Um, um, I, I mean, I used to love it. Right. And what I, happened? I don't know. What ha- I think maybe becoming a comedian. Yeah. Now I just watch so much TV that I have like such a low attention span. So with the film, I'm like, too long. <laughs> Put TV on and said. But I used to be obsessed with films. So we're only going to get answers up till... Only children's films. Okay, great. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, oh, Lolly. 
I don't, forgot to tell you something. Don't say it. Oh, man, it's terrible. I haven't told you this. I actually, we were hanging out backstage. I should have told you then. You should have, yeah. Oh, man, it's awful. I've actually I should got have go. No, no, no. Oh, well, it's too late for right, that. Right, right. Um, oh, I don't know how to tell you this. Oh. Oh, I just have to say it, I guess. Oh, God. Uh, you've died. You've died. I'm sorry. No, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> It's a real kick in the teeth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well... How did you die? um, I died um, of embarrassment um, when uh, I got cancelled on social media for some of the answers that I'm going to (laughs) give for this podcast. Uh, I've seen some of them. She's not wrong. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the last gig Lolly ever does. Did you? What? You got cancelled and you died. Yeah. Where were you? I think I thought the answers were a funny, good idea. Mm. And then um, I saw the Twitter response and it was very different. (laughs) Um, And that that was it. Yeah. Yeah. When you were alone, when you saw, you were checking. I was in the green room. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah. Just uh, just after. Yeah. I mean, the podcast won't have gone out, but. They saw it. (laughs) Uh, Do you worry about death? Just like to ask that in front of 200 people. Uh, <laughs> I think I worry more about the deaths of other people than I worry about my death. Yes. Which is maybe quite selfish. No, um, that's because you care about other people, right? Interesting that you say that. <laughs> yes, but also I don't care about how they will feel when I'm gone. Oh, right. I don't know. Well, it's not your problem at that stage. Well, right? selfish, yeah. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Uh, so you worry about other people dying, but if I said, yeah. oh, you, you wouldn't worry if someone told you I'd Well, that you're live. dead, aren't you? Yeah. That's the thing. Do you think nothing happens? I don't really know. I, I think something happens. I don't think that's the end. Right. I think stuff happens. Any Maybe clue? not in the moment of death, but I think afterwards. Any clues? You know, like when you go into a room and you're like, I've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's death. That's death. <laughs> That is the first time anyone has said that on this. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. Um, Well, I do have good news. Okay. There is an afterlife. Wow. And you've you've not been there before. Wow. And it is uh, heaven. Uh, But, downside for you, they're obsessed with films. Oh, no. Uh, And they don't like, they watch them uninterrupted with no breaks. Oh, this is hell. Uh, I'm going to go down, I think, instead. Uh, But they are obsessive films, and all they want to know is about your life through film. Mm -hmm. And the first thing they ask you is, what is the first film that you remember seeing? Okay, so the first film I remember seeing, I've sort of cheated straight away. Okay. Because... Okay, don't reveal um, that. (laughs) Uh, I haven't actually seen the film. Okay, this is great. (laughs) We booked the room... uh, she said yes before we could check. Uh, okay, go on. Because what happened was, I was, I was maybe, I, I'm guessing like five or six years old, yeah. and I was at UCI Cinema in Sutton, famously. I've spent a lot of time in UCI Cinema in Sutton. <laughs> I never saw you there, interestingly. <laughs> I was there. I was there. And um, I went to see Bambi with my mum. Yes. And I remember like bits of it, and then I remember waking up at the end of the film. <laughs> And I'd fallen asleep and I'd missed most of the film. My question is, when you woke up, <laughs> did you say, the mum's all right, right? <laughs> Where's the mum? Where's the mum? <laughs> um, so I, I woke up and then I, in my five-year-old brain, yeah. I was like, 
well, we'll just wait for the next showing oh. and we'll sit here and we'll wait until the next showing because I'm going to watch the second one. And then my mum was like, absolutely not, we're going home. And I couldn't get over the fact that she wouldn't <laughs> wait with me for two hours <laughs> and then sit through Bambi again. Yeah. Um, so that's the first thing I remember sort of seeing. See, bits, yeah. little bits of. But yeah, it, it definitely stayed with me because I think, yeah, I just saw like a very happy Bambi. Yeah, Which... I think you've actually <laughs> nailed how to watch Bambi. Yeah. <laughs> Stick yeah. around for the bit when he's all sweet on the ice. Have a exactly. nap. Wake up. He's yeah. getting married at the end. Yeah. I saw it was coming and I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not against that as an answer. Um, also, do you know what? It's a, there's a thing about Bambi that people get freaked out that Bambi's a boy. And, uh, and it's the same right. issue people have with Peppa Pig. That Peppa, Peppa Pig, Pig's a boy? Peppa Pig's a girl. Oh. Uh, Peppa Pig. I, mean, I was going to have a problem with that. Isn't Peppa, <laughs> Peppa Pig is a girl, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and some people get freaked out, but, you know... Is that, it because of the big that's eyes? That's what tells you about our gender issues at the moment. Um, <laughs> is it because of the big eyes? Yeah. Because mm. me- men do not have big eyes. Absolutely not. <laughs> Notoriously. <laughs> Why would tiny, they? Tiny, tiny peepers. <laughs> all men. Hashtag all men, not tiny all men. peepers. <laughs> not all men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Lola, what is the film that scared you the most? The film that scared me the most is the film Nocturnal Animals. Interesting. Starring my husband, Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Not not enough people are saying congratulations, actually. (laughs) It's very strange. Um, It's this film. It's an incredible film, in my opinion. Mm. Um, And there is a scene where... And are we doing spoilers on this? Or <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I forgot to say there. Yes, we are. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> so spoiler and um, swearing, but I swore so early on. I mean, <laughs> all of this is self-explanatory. Co- carry on. So there's a scene where um, it's basically about um, Amy Adams and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal used to be in a relationship. They broke up. That like, many years later, he sends her a script of. Uh, book that he's been writing yeah and she's reading the script and we see like the visualization of the script basically and it's very clever and there's a scene where in the script what we're seeing is jake gyllenhaal and his wife and his daughter in a car and they are sort of getting harassed i suppose by um some young hoodlums Mm -hmm. (laughs) with tiny eyes no eyes weird. Um, and then they sort of they both get they all get out of the car and it's just like a really long horrible tense scene where you don't know what the guys are going to do to the family or whether they're going to do anything yeah. or whether they're like actually kind of harmless or whether it's actually really dark and horrible but it's just it's, it lasts for so long yeah um, and you forget that you're not actually watching the film like you forget that you're not watching a script you think that you're watching this actual film of this like horrible that he's written about his wife yeah it's sort of based on you can't you can't really tell whether it's based on his relationship with her or not yeah because they have this weird relationship where she sort of dumped him quite callously and he's not really over it and they're sort of going to reconnect by her reading the script and then meeting up and then yeah it's all quite it's quite a uh have you seen the film it was quite a controversial film was it not it was controversial. Yeah. A lot of people were upset because it was an, another film with lots of beautiful dead women. Yeah, yeah. And it's the kind of thing that happens to me all the time where I watch a film and I'm like, that was amazing. <laughs> and then I read about it afterwards and I'm like, 
that is not on. (laughs) (laughs) And I I don't agree with that. (laughs) I always said, I always said. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think I understood Nocturne, because the, the story is, man writes a book, gives yeah. it to the woman he used to love. In the yeah. book, all the women are killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, oh, God, oh, I miss no. him. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and then he, he doesn't, ooh, ooh, I'm not turning up for that date yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I guess. I guess in a way she's dead. Dead. From embarrassment. Well, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, if I am completely honest, I'm with you. I watched that film and I thought, God, that was a great night yeah. out. And then I read up on it and I was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Until uh, it's pointed out to you, you don't realise. Yeah. Uh, what is the film? Oh, by the way, do you like being scared? I mean, weird um, thing to say. Do you like being scared? That, ki- <laughs> <laughs> um, that kind of scared, yeah. yes. What's the other kind? Um, In real gore life. Gore and things. Oh, yeah, I don't like Blood that. and... Blood, I think blood doesn't really scare me. I'm just sort of like, well, I know that that's prosthetics. Right. Whereas that kind of thing, I'm like, this feels real. Yeah. This was like a real thing that could happen. So that is it's quite, quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Okay, so, are you an emotional person? <laughs> Tell the people. Um, Do you get sad? Sometimes. Yeah. What's yeah. the film that made you cry the most? Okay, the film that made me cry the most is Her... Interesting. Yeah. Her. And the thing is, it's probably not her, but it's the one that I remembered. <laughs> it's the only one who stayed away. Because <laughs> <laughs> normally, I think, no, maybe that's why I cried the most in this, but normally I cry at death. Death right. is basically the only thing that makes me cry. Right. Because um, other stuff, I'm either too scared or just like, I just don't like it. Whereas with death, I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but with this, I think it was just so... I was just so invested in it and it was so beautiful and maybe I was like surprised by how invested I would be in a relationship between man and computer man and and machine Um, but maybe yeah maybe I suppose testament to the performances (laughs) gorgeous performances (laughs) (laughs) and and I think just you know when you watch a film and you're like I wish I lived that in that world oh really yeah just because it's so like aesthetically cool and yeah. all the colours and everything. Does it end? I haven't seen it for a long time. Mm. If you've not seen it, it's about a man who falls in love with his operating system. But mm. in the end, doesn't the operating system like outgrow him? <laughs> and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. What it's called like the um, there's like a word the the something. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I told remember you this that, was yeah. going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a word for when computers become too intelligent. Oh. The singularity, yeah, exactly. I knew yeah, you yeah, were yeah. good value. <laughs> yeah, when this, yeah, I mean, we'll, I'm going to cut the bit where you say it. It's, um, I've just it's thought the singularity. of it now. It's the singularity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. Was, yeah, love the singularity. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> thank you. What? Um, I, I have a theory about this film. Mm-hmm. It's made by Spike Jones, right? Mm-hmm. And Spike Jones used to be married to Sofia Coppola. And if you see the film Lost in Translation, there is a storyline where her husband is sort of a dickhead in Lost in Translation. Uh. And I think that that is based on Spike Jones. And I think whether that's true or not, I feel like this film is his apology to Sofia Coppola. Because the whole wow. film about is a divorced man who sort of realises, oh, I might have How not he been was such before. a good... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh. Yeah. 
It's made you and like I can see it, yeah? I can see some tears. In the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it's good. But also, he don't like himself at the end because the computer outgrows him and yeah. he's, he's still knocking about. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what is the film that is meant to be bad sort of critically people don't like people don't like this film <laughs> but you love it you don't give a shit what people say um mother exclamation mark mother mother yes <laughs> um I, I think actually it sort of got a mixed response from the critics I think it was very mixed may yeah. i say may i interrupt Please. briefly uh lolly reason i this is the reason i wanted her to do this show is because she, i had said to her you should see my, she said what should i see at the cinema i said you should see mother and <laughs> She she went and immediately after she texted me, that is the worst film I've ever seen. And I replied, is it? And then 30 minutes later she said, oh, I've been talking about it, it's actually the best film I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. When I was watching the film, maybe two thirds of the way in, all mm. I could think about was texting you saying, how could you do this to me? <laughs> this is yeah. an atrocity of a film. And I was like already like planning out the tweets that I was going to <laughs> be like, don't bother going to see mother <laughs> um, and then uh, and then yeah went for a drink afterwards with the person i saw it with and we spoke about it for me yeah it was less than 30 minutes i think and i was already like no i get it <laughs> um and i, I think also because we <laughs> went into a bar and we were quite drunk and um, when we went in, we were like, we've just seen the worst film <laughs> ever made. And then the person there had already seen it as well and was basically explaining like what they, why they thought it was good. Yeah. And so slowly we were like, oh. <laughs> um, and realised all the metaphors and stuff. Yeah. And how... And there's one like thing problem that I have with all art, which okay. is... <laughs> Bloody hell. This is, this is going on a statue somewhere. Go and on. thank you for giving me the platform to say this, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Is that with every criticism that anyone gives anything, yeah. maybe, no, not every criticism, but like 80% of criticisms that anyone gives anything, I feel like you can say, but maybe that's the point. <laughs> and then it just makes it completely invalid. So everything that people said about Mother, I was like, maybe that's the point <laughs> and like with La La Land I remember being like they're not even good singers and someone's like actually I think that's the point they're not good singers <laughs> so basically there's no, you can't critique films now that is a great catchphrase <laughs> uh, I'm going to write that. a film called yeah. maybe that's the point it's going to be the worst film <laughs> uh, I love Mother I, t- I mm-hmm. told you uh, yes, yeah. but I think what is interesting about Mother if you've not seen it it's m- m- mad uh, but it's like I think something happened in the with the studios mm. who put money into this because normally a film like that, which is very odd and arty, and you could read it a million ways, and normally when like if you see a David Lynch thing, David Lynch will always go, I don't know what it's about. I can't tell you. It's up mm. to you, right? When this came out, like maybe the day before it came out, he was doing so many interviews going, "It's about Mother Nature. It's about." <laughs> I think the studios went, you've got to fucking give them something or we are dead. It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. But then that makes sense. And when I realised it was about Mother Nature, yeah. I was like, Maybe that's it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is the film you used to love? You loved it and then you've watched it recently and you've gone, oh, this does not hold up for me. So yeah. the film that I used to love is the film The Help. 
Right, the help. Yeah, no. In- incorrect. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Yes, the help. Oh, great. Yes, yeah, the film The Help. Yes. Um, very confident about this. Uh, so when I watched it, I thought it was brilliant because it's got fantastic actors. Great actors. It's, it's like objectively a good film. You know, yeah. If you if you're just saying it in the most basic terms, like it's enjoyable and gripping. They and turn stuff. the camera on. They turn the camera on. They switch like the that. lights on. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> ate and got up. paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember actually at the time watching it and then saying to my dad, uh, "You should watch this film. It was so amazing." And he was like, "I'm not going to watch that." And I was like, "You don't understand. <laughs> like, it's genuinely really good, and you have to give things a chance." And he was like, "I'm not going to watch that." And then maybe many years later, Viola Davis was like, "I regret making the film." Now. <laughs> <laughs> and I realised that actually, like as she said in all the interviews, uh, it's not really about the maids at all. Mm. It's like seemingly about the maids, and then actually, it's just about Emma Stone being like, yeah. "I'm actually a really good person." That's um, that's what she whispers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And she's heard it all before. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so they basically like make it seem like it's about the maids, and then they completely make it about like white redemption. And mm. there's like a, a trope, I think, which is not all white people were bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And really zoning in on one. And they one, are. <laughs> like, they are <laughs> one likable person and making them like uh, giving redemption to all white people, which is. You know, if you want to do that, fine. But <laughs> surely more interesting to um, make it from the point of view of the stories that aren't getting told. Thank you. Um, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, I, I, I realised afterwards I was like, I was so swept away by just good performances and, like, the bit where she makes the pie made of poo. Yeah, the pie made of poo is Pie good. made of poo. Yeah, pie you made of poo is not with bad. The pie made of poo. <laughs> But maybe that's the point. But maybe that's the point. <laughs> uh, what was your other your other choice? You had one more. The other choice was the film Crash. Yeah, not the Cronenberg people having sex with car accidents. Sorry. Uh, oh, I didn't make that up. <laughs> oh, we need Darren Aronofsky to explain it. Uh, there is a film called Crash. It was very controversial. Yes. David Cronenberg made it. It was about mm-hmm. people who get off sexually on car accidents. And it involves with the accident, the, the idea of being the part of them viewing them, and then a man makes love to a woman's uh, wound, and that is not a metaphor. Anyway, what? Let's, I, I mean, as I don't, in, I don't it, hardly recommend it. But as in, it's not like you know the, the program about people who are in love with cars. No, so it's, well, it's like just Top Gear. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not. No. It's what maybe's going on in their head in Top Gear, right, right. but no. But you know, you know the one where there's the people who are in love with cars, and there's the woman who's in love with the Eiffel Tower. Oh, it's not. It's not like being in love with the inanimate things. It's like being in love. No, you're I think they're in love the with the the, the idea of. of d- d- I, I mean, I didn't fully. I, I was very young. You wrote the film. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> what? Uh, I should never have gone in. Uh, Anyway, it's not that crash, luckily. It's not that crash. It's this one. It's this crash, which again, I think, is the um, the same trope of being like, let's use black people as a prop to mm. show that some white people are good. Um, this um, is everyone's least favourite Best Picture winner. Really? Yes, there's famous footage of Jack Nicholson reading the winner mm. and looking genuinely surprised. And now after La La Land, maybe he got it yeah. wrong. Because <laughs> he, goes, he goes, and the winner is... Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> crash. <laughs> he meant the crash that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I found 
the uh, storyline with the policeman quite disturbing um, because it's like one of the most horrific things of like, I don't know, for me anyway, of like a corrupt, like sexually corrupt police officer mm. asserting his power and then him having res- his, I guess, I mean, it's arguable that it's not redemption, but it kind of felt like it was being portrayed as he's okay, not everyone's yeah. completely bad. <laughs> and it's like, well, some people are. And um, why does he be, why is he the one who gets to have yeah. this like fleshed out um, complex character? Uh, I think that's another one. I think Tandy Newton regrets mm. that. I think she had a terrible time. Oh, really? So sorry, sorry to say that. Oh. Let's just take a moment. <laughs> um, what is the... Oh, genuinely, sorry. What... Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Is the, uh, what's the film? This is my favourite question, as you all know. What is the film that has the most meaning to you? Not because the film itself... film itself might be rubbish, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But it's the experience you had around seeing the film that you'll always remember it for. It could have been your first day, first date with someone. It could be a day you got a job, something like that. What is that film? Uh, that is The Spy Who Dumped Me. The Spy Who Dumped Me! Yes. Which you are in! Yeah, very arrogant choice uh, <laughs> for this question. Um, and this is because I went to the premiere of The Spy Who Dumped Me. It was yeah. my first movie premiere um, for a film that I was in. Um, and it was in Los Angeles. And it was, it was like such a... It was a very mad day. And it was one of many moments I've had where I'm like... I don't think I like LA. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Just because it's everything is so insane, and I I did the red carpet. <laughs> I'll hold my hands up and say that I did the red carpet. <laughs> um, did they ask you? Did you have awful questions? Well, like what was the spy that dumped you? <laughs> like that, and you're panicked. It was literally, click, click, yeah, click. yeah. There was one yeah. woman who was like, "There's actually a picture um, of." this woman asking me a question and me saying such a boring, unfunny answer and her being on her knees, holding the microphone and like pretending to laugh as if it's the funniest thing she's ever heard. <laughs> um, I, I think she said something like, and you're British and you do an American accent. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I did an American accent. She was like, losing <laughs> 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 her mind. And I was like, what is going on? Um, uh, so yeah, the whole thing was quite mad, and Drake from Drake and Josh was there, which oh, blew yeah. my mind. <laughs> Most starstruck I've ever been. Um, but yeah, the film, watching the film in a big cinema in Los Angeles, was felt very cool and very validating. Uh, I watched that film today. Mm. Yes, I must apologise. I've left it so late, <laughs> and it's so good. The action, 
Yeah. I didn't know it was such an action film. It's very action film. Proper action. And also, if you've not seen the film, Lolly is treated, you know, in the olden days, uh, the way they used to make movie stars is by holding them off like they didn't appear for a while. And the other characters in (laughs) in the story would talk about them. For ages. So the other characters would be going like, oh, Humphrey Bogart's pretty cool. And they'd all say, <laughs> Humphrey Bogart's really amazing. For about 20 minutes, you'd be like, God, I need to see Humphrey Bogart. And then Humphrey Bogart appears. That's what happens at the beginning of the spy. I'm Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. yeah. They talk about you for ages and yeah. then you appear in a big, but it's, beautiful But they're life. saying she's the worst. Yes, they are saying. <laughs> they are saying you're going to hate this. Yeah. You're going to hate her. Yeah, she's a horrible person. I wish yeah. she wasn't here. Yeah. yeah. But that, those are the most fun parts to play. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really liked it. I was very impressed by it. I was impressed by uh, mm. the directing, if I may. Yeah, it's yeah, it's very actiony for an action comedy. It's not like more comedy than action. Which there's a scene in the beginning where a man jumps off a building, off a roof, and like, lands and rolls and shoots people. But the cameraman or woman goes with. Yeah, they look very dangerous. The camera. Look very it's a dangerous. very clever technique. They throw the camera with. No, that's not very impressed. <laughs> That's a lovely answer. Um, and Lolly, I hate, I hate that we even have to do this, but rules are rules. Um, please lock eyes. Lock eyes. Lolly Adifopi, what is the film that you found the sexiest? <laughs> you may look away. Um, the film that I found the sexiest is Cruel Intentions. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. In theory. <laughs> Let, let's let's hear why. <laughs> okay, so I forgot why until today when I rewatched the trailer and I re- was reminded of how two characters in the film are related. Mm. And, they, they, and they are related. Aren't they are, they? and even saying related sort of <laughs> gives it away. Because um, when I when I said it, I, I just kept thinking Ryan Philippe. Wow, I remember how obsessed I was with how beautiful Ryan Philippe is. And then I watched the film and I realised I wasn't really interested in Ryan Philippe and Reese Witherspoon. It was just so sexy with Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> then I realised that they're stepbrother and sister. Yes. Well, Wait, it is. That's a, there's very cruel intention, it's isn't it? very cruel. Uh, cruel intention. You do this podcast, make me <laughs> like a fool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cruel intention, famous for the spitty kiss. Very famous spitty kiss in it. Oh yes, where the two yeah, yeah. the two women kiss, and yes. there's a lot of. Uh, we have discuss- I have actually discussed this with Ed Gamble on the podcast, uh. where I wondered if the, if I may, the uh, dribble. What do we call it? Spit. What do we call it when saliva. it's sexy? Saliva. saliva. Between them <laughs> remains. They kiss and they pull apart, and there is a big old spider's web. Yes. And, and I wondered, was that CGI did, or had it happened? And they went, yeah, we'll keep that because that's real. I think it was planned. You wouldn't even notice. You're too busy wondering about <laughs> brothers and sisters. Skipping through. <laughs> skipping that yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. someone told me that... I don't know if this is true, actually, mm-hmm. but that on the popular television programme, Friends... Uh, you heard of it? <laughs> apparently, yeah. when you can... when you can, Sometimes Rachel is on screen and her nipples are quite prominent in her top. Somebody told me that they put ice on, her nip, on people's nipples... In order to like, you think it's like, oh, oh no, accident. but Not actually accident. they're like, we know what people like, and we'll, but I mean, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but someone definitely that told is me fact. that. You heard it here. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, now, some of you may know I have a side category to this question, which I often regret ever coming up with. Um, but last time we did the live show, I didn't do it, and someone from the audience asked at the end, 
where the fuck was that question? <laughs> so now I have to do it forever. And the question is a side category. And the question is um, lock eyes. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, troubling boners, worrying why don'ts. You may look away. A, uh, a film you found arousing, but perhaps thought, oh, I don't know if I should have. It's a, it's a hell of an answer you've got. Let's hear it. <laughs> And let's all, let's all remember how I died as well. I did say in the beginning. Um, let's hear it. Welcome to the dollhouse. What's Welcome to the dollhouse about, Lily? <laughs> it's a film about a, some may say, old woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I think we can all agree that age is just a number. Um, yes. It's about a girl uh, called Dawn Wiener. Yeah. And it's just basically... About... Already sexy, go on. <laughs> and it's just about... She's just like a loser, I guess, in inverted commas. Yeah. Um, and everyone just treats her like shit and she just has a very horrible life. But it is a comedy and it is very, very, very funny. But it's also very bleak and very depressing. It's, but she, her family are really horrible to her. Yeah. Everyone at school is really horrible to her. There's one bit... Four, <laughs> go on. <laughs> there's one bit that I watched again today where she, there's some horrible bullies beating up this kid and using uh, homophobic slurs against this child. And they're beating him up and then she sees it happen and then she's like, why don't you leave him alone? And then um, eventually they leave him alone. And she's like, are you okay? And then he's like, leave me a lot. <laughs> Even to her. Um, and he calls her wiener dog, which is what everyone calls her in the film. Um, but it's like obviously very depressing and very horrible, but it's just so funny that even like the most pathetic child in the school is still like, I don't want to be anywhere near you. <laughs> like, why would you help me? I'd rather be beaten up by the bullies. Um, I watched it again today in preparation. It's such a depressing film. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's one of so my favourite films of all time. It's so horrible. <laughs> Todd Solons, Solons mm-hmm. who made this mm-hmm. film, he made Happiness, and he made a film called Wiener Dog recently, and he made a film called Dark Horse, and basically his worldview is bleak. But so, <laughs> so funny, bleak. though. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they are. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I can't live, I can't, I can't hang around with him too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess, I don't know, you're, it's not like we hate Dawn as well. I think that would be too no. much. But we love her. Or I love her, anyway. I, I'm fond of her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that sort of saves it from being too depressing for me. And also, it is like the opposite of normal sort of teen high school movie. Yeah, exactly. That's why there's I love n- it so there's much. There's no, like, yay! Yeah, exactly, never, yeah. None. And she doesn't really have any redeeming qualities, either. No. Um, it's, not like, <laughs> it's not like she's a nerd, and then she becomes really clever, or she, yeah. like, helps out someone by doing their homework. She's like quite annoying <laughs> yeah. um, but we still love her yeah um but yeah there's a scene where the bully and her kiss and i i, I wouldn't say that it's arousing but <laughs> it was definitely like Troubling. great oh okay <laughs> i was like i was very excited yeah okay by the kiss okay okay am i gonna get cancelled <laughs> it's it's too it's too late for you now <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Please leave the stage. <laughs> no. Uh, no, that makes sense. It's because he's way. a loser as well, and they're both losers, and they sort of find each other, and it's just... Yeah. It's really nice. It's a lovely little bit. Yeah, yeah. In a way. Um, your honour. <laughs> what, oh, what is the film that you most relate to? 
you've got in that film is me or my life or I, the vibe of it, the characters. What's the film? Don't Think Twice. Oh, good answer. By Mike Verbiglia. Um, it's, What's it's, it about? Like? It's about um, a group of friends, an improv group in New York. Um, and it's basically about Saturday Night Live and like auditioning to be in Saturday Night Live without them being as obvious as that. I think they call it like Tonight Live or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tonight change. on the first day of the weekend, live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They change it slightly, but it's very clear what it's about. Um, and it's just a very accurate like embarrassingly accurate portrayal of like comedians and their rivalries and their jealousies and um especially like improv and sketch character comedians yeah i just thought it was very like lots of i think it's quite hard to portray comedy accurately on tv yeah in a way that doesn't like shut people out who don't know about comedy which maybe this does maybe because i i'm a comedian i found i loved it so much but yeah no that's good very good Mm. happy with that thank you um okay Lolly Adifope, what's the film that objectively is the greatest film of all time in your eyes? Victoria. I'll take it. And I will not hear anything else from (laughs) anyone. There is no question. Obviously, you know, people can have opinions about (laughs) all kinds of things. But this is the best film ever made. Will Poulter brought this up as well. Is this I what he said? Is absolutely it love Victoria. For those who haven't, very quickly, it's two and a half hours, all one shot. All one, one shot. Not like Birdman, which isn't all one shot. No, properly. It's genuinely all one shot. And they did it three times. And the third time, they were going to run out of money if they didn't get it on the third time. Yeah. And they got it. It's so the good. best film. <laughs> it's, it it's so good. Uh, I saw it with my friend Tessa Coates. Um, and we went Shout to, out to Tessa. We went to the Curzon, and we watched it. And we sat in the cinema for about half an hour in silence after it finished. And they had to be like, "Excuse me, madam, we're closing the cinema," um, and they kicked us out. But it was, I mean, what can you, what can one say? <laughs> it's, well, I it's think so it's, good. Um, it's also interesting. The film is a, a woman on a night out, and then slowly she meets some guys in a club and then I, 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 in all in real time she gets sort of Embroiled. convinced to help them yeah. do a bank robbery basically yeah, yeah. and I it's watched Berlin. It, and I thought it's quite an interesting sort of test of what you are like because I saw it uh, with my girlfriend at the time and she and I said because what happens in the film is when they get to the bank thing she stays in the car Victoria so you don't see the bank job she yeah. drives there she waits in the car and I said I got so excited, I would have gone in. I'd have gone, if I were Victoria, I'd have gone in. And my girlfriend said, I would, that film would have ended after three minutes because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have even talked to those guys. <laughs> that would have been it. They'd have gone, do you want to hang out? I said, no, thank you. It's three oh. in the morning. <laughs> I've, I was the opposite. I was like, like, scene for scene, everything that happened would have happened to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And then at the end, apparently, she she carried on walking. Basically, like she's walking at the end, like away from um, the camera, yeah. and she just carried on walking for ages because she she didn't know whether they'd got the scene, and she was just so like in this. <laughs> they were all packing up, getting in the van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have we forgotten? We someone? said that's a wrap. Packing <laughs> 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 okay, out, great. It's, it's incredible. I've never um, felt anything like I felt when I watched Victoria. I'm very happy. Thank you. Good answer. <laughs> uh, what is the one film you could or have watched over and over again? 
Billy Madison. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it? Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, not, it's not what you said, but okay. No, no, sorry, sorry. It's impressive. <laughs> you can change your mind. Is no. it Billy Madison? Well, I guess they're kind of interchangeable, the, the, the answer that I've... I don't know, it's not Billy Madison. <laughs> it's... Wait, isn't it? Not what you told me earlier, but it can be. It's your death. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is the... Fa- <laughs> What you don't know is this entire show is scripted. Not, uh, uh, we're just, uh, what is the one film, Lolita de Fope, that you could or have watched over and over again? And I'm, I'm betting it's not Billy Madison. It's what? Bugsy Malone. It's Bugsy Malone. <laughs> it's because the initials, I got confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's true, yeah. It's true. Very similar films, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bugsy Malone, I love so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I was in it. I wish I was Tallulah. I wish I was Tallulah and I also wish that I was the little boy who sings Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's my favourite. Yeah. I was in Bugsy Malone at school. Ah. uh, (laughs) And I played uh, Fat Sam's uh, girlfriend. (gasps) Wow. And and I'd love to say I was young, but I was 17. (laughs) (laughs) I was very young. I I feel like when I was 17, I was sad because I felt like I couldn't be in Bugsy Malone anymore. Well, no, <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I had to say, no, I think I was like eight, and I remember very well. I remember coming down stage in heels and going, Bye, cutie. So, <laughs> Fat Sam, got a clap. And I can see where you got the part. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. That was my only line, but uh, absolutely nailed it. Start the show. Uh, great film. What is. Now, we don't like being negative here. What is the worst film you ever saw, Lolly? <laughs> the worst film I've ever seen yeah. is Three Billboards. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it's like what I was saying earlier about the white redemption thing with Sam Rockwell's character. And again, arguably, maybe he doesn't get redemption, but still he's, like, given so much attention his character. Every, like, layer of complexity is explored. Um, in contrast to her black friend whose name I can't remember which is maybe on me um, <laughs> who gets arrested for because like they want to fuck with Frances McDormand yeah. so they arrest her friend and they just pretend that her friend had weed or they arrest her for having weed or something and then she goes to prison and then she gets out of prison and she's like hey I'm out of prison everything's fine yeah. nobody seems to remember this bit <laughs> People, that's the bell I don't like. People are like, I think you made that up. Yeah. Um, but because they're like, they obviously are finding Frances McDormand's character quite a pest. Mm. So they're like, well, we're going to like try and get to her friends. And then her friend just like gets out of prison and is like, hey, I'm out of prison. It's not in any way like traumatic experience or she's not angry about it at all. Yeah. Is it enough to be the worst film I've seen? Okay. So now we're at. Uh... Uh, I don't. Oh God! I wonder if you guys are going to guess this. What is the film that made you laugh the most? The film Any guesses? That made me laugh the most. <laughs> Three billboards. <laughs> no, Lolly, you've done it. Uh, the film was Billy Madison. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, mad. Um, I watched it so many times. Um, I used to be able to quote a lot of it. I've forgotten a lot of it now, but okay. um, and also I was I was actually rewatching some clips today, and I realised that a lot of it is like not politically correct. 
<laughs> but at the time when I was, I don't know, maybe 14 and I was watching it, I was like, Adam Sandler is another one of my husbands um, and the funniest person in the world. I just thought it was the funniest one I'd ever seen. Um, I have, I'm sure I've said this, so I apologise if you've heard me say this, but my sister... Who is a, lo- a lovely, wonderful woman, but not a film buff. I think that's fair to say. She, when we watched uh, Happy Gilmore, she couldn't believe it. She couldn't believe how good it was. And she was like hitting me. And like halfway through it, she was like, he should win an Oscar. <laughs> she could, couldn't believe her luck. Couldn't believe it. Um, and she's absolutely right. She's absolutely right. <laughs> now, Lolly. You've been an excellent guest. I mean, for someone who's never seen a film, <laughs> you've really blagged this. <laughs> and I think, had we not told them, you might have got away with it. Um, uh, I'm very grateful that you were here. Uh, now, the thing is, when you were in the green room and you checked your Twitter and you saw that all these people had tweeted the truth um, and you died of embarrassment and your face melted and mm. it melted into the carpet and in the green room there's this sort of weird carpet it's quite hard to yeah. get you out of the yeah, carpet so no. I have to slice up tiles of carpet oh, and there's bits of like body and skin and I'm hair so and anyway sorry. there's so much more of you than I was planning for I know, and yeah. we stuff all the bits of you the carpet bit yeah. of, there's a chair I didn't need to do, but it's yeah. there couldn't get you out of it and <laughs> Put, stuffed it all into this coffin mm. and there is literally no room in there except we, there's room enough <laughs> for one DVD that we can slide in the side mm-hmm. you can take with you to heaven and in heaven there's movie night every night and one night it's your movie night what are you taking? Victoria they're going to be very grateful <laughs> they will welcome you in heaven uh, Lolly Adafope you've been a pleasure before we turn to the audience for their questions may I please have a round of applause for Lolly Adafope thank you so much thank you Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, is there anyone here who would like to uh, share with us their films or anything? Share anything. Tell me if you're scared of death. (laughs) Tell me how your childhood was, whatever. Oh, you, hello. So the first film I ever saw at the cinema was Beethoven. Oh, the dog? Yeah, and I was so scared because I thought all dogs were that big. <laughs> so I came home and I said to my mother, I no longer want us to get a dog. Because uh, look at the mess Beethoven yeah. caused <laughs> all over the house. So she responded by showing me Annie. Uh, here is a smaller dog. Uh, <laughs> for not facts, actually there are some smaller dogs. Yeah. <laughs> did, you get, uh, did you get a dog? No. Oh. <laughs> It's a lovely story. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bloody Beethoven. Um, there's a man at the back. Hello. Hello. We were playing... We had dinner earlier, me and Lewis, and we played the podcast um, in Wagamama's... We sort of had our own answers Out loud. That's it. where I normally do it, yeah. It's pretty good, yeah. The acoustics weren't perfect. But. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got married last month, a month ago today. Congratulations. And I'm spending it without my wife and with my friend Lewis. Oh. And <laughs> it's going well then. It's Go. going well. Um... Got a lot of explaining to do when I get home. <laughs> um, but yeah, what he sort of said on my wedding, on my speech on the wedding day, um, mentioned that the film that meant the most to me was mm-hmm. when um, my, my then girlfriend and I just used to sort of hang out and snog and, you know. Do the, and one <laughs> night we were at home in my flat and we were watching a movie. Yeah. And it's the best movie of all time. Yeah. And Sorry. I put my arm around her and yeah. realised I was falling in love with her. 
And it was for True Romance, which is objectively uh, the best film of all time okay. and the most special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had True Romance to True Romance with your lady. It was perfect, and now we're married. Ah. Uh. But have you seen Victoria? (laughs) (laughs) I actually haven't. And it's Uh, driving me mad. No, it's driving me mad for a while. Listen, to make up to your wife that you're not with her a month into this debacle of a marriage, show her Victoria tonight. Put your arm around her again. Two and a half hours, you'll get sweaty. Um, (laughs) Thank you. That is a lovely answer. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Well, for both, both. (laughs) we don't have favourites. Uh, does anyone else? We've got a couple more minutes. Oh, lady at the front. Oh, God, you've had a terrible view. Have I'm I? sorry. You've just had the back of my head the whole time, have you? Sorry. No, it's been fine. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't want to see your face. Thank you. Uh... Sorry, no, go on. Uh, I was actually just going to say that for Crash. Yeah. Um, I came on. I studied it in school, so in, in college. As right. my module, and I had to write a really long essay about it. And not once did anyone mention like racism or any type of tropes or anything for so for an entire like semester. What? That's what did they, did they talk they about? <laughs> it was, literally, it was all um, like camera movements and the different wow. ways that everyone interacted. But there wasn't a single conversation. Um, when was this? Oh, years ago. Was it when it came out? Around the time it came out? No, no, I don't think so. I think oh. it, was, it was about. A couple of years after I'd come out. Oh, yeah. What uh, college was this? Because <laughs> I'm not sending my kids Name there. Name and shame. <laughs> that's right. So did you, in your essay, did you say... Uh... <laughs> but that's the thing. No, because it, it's never, it was never a conversation. So right. I never made that connection. Yeah, yeah. So all, all I really thought about was like, oh, this must be a brilliant film. Yeah. Because look at how they interact. Wow, I love this film so much. Yeah. And then I read um, the interview... Um, with Davis and then her kind of going wow that's like I'd never want to do that again mm. <laughs> and that was my genuine eureka moment of like yeah. absolutely fascinating a, a failed <laughs> semester of my life yeah. oh thank you very much and that's a film where you can't say but maybe that's the point there are exceptions would anyone else we could probably have one more or two or two uh, oh, oh, three? Okay. Uh, I didn't see it. Hi, it's hello. Michael, Michael Bay's wife. <laughs> uh, hello. She's yeah. referring to the, the secret previous. conversation that happened last time. <laughs> um, no, the film that means the most to me because of the circumstances in which I watched it was Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? I'm joking. It actually wasn't. It okay. was um, the favourite, just because I saw it at the BFI London Film Festival in this very room, actually. Uh. And because Yorgos Lanthimos was there and everything. So oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I oh, well, it. you have to. <laughs> it's really good. Thanks. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> did you see that man pop up? Well done. <laughs> that was he brought terrified. that microphone from home. <laughs> Are there loads of you? <laughs> um, hello. Hi. So Hi. The, the film that um, means the most to me yeah. is a horrendous film <laughs> called Tusk. Task. Kevin Where Kevin Smith. Smith, Kevin Smith, and it's uh, Justin Long, and he gets turned into a walrus. <laughs> I, I didn't want to give it away. Yeah. <laughs> anyone wanted to watch it, but the reason why it means the most to me is because my fiance to the right of me. Congratulations. Made, made a face at the revelation <laughs> of the walrus, and upon looking at her, I just. I want to spend the rest of my life trying to make her make that face again. 
that's beautiful. Uh, and that's how you do love. Uh, was there, one, there was a lady, lady over there, was it? I just wondered, which is your favourite song in Greece too? Is it Let's Do It For Our Country, The Red, White and The Blue? Yeah. Or, or I'll Be Your Girl For All Seasons? Oh, it's a good question. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I don't like to play favourites of Greece too because <laughs> reproduction, come on. And then Cool Rider. And then, I mean, Girl For All Seasons is great and they play it twice. But then I also really like the ridiculous dream sequence. <laughs> Uh, where she, he's sort of in heaven and he, remember, <laughs> I love you. I mean, oh, God, I love Grace too. <laughs> you can be on the next episode. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I think that's um, a perfect. Uh, we've, we've recommended two absolute masterpieces, Victoria and Grace too. <laughs> uh, oh, was there one? Should we do it? Oh, so much pressure on that poor person, but gosh. <laughs> no pressure at all. Yeah. Um, the fi- one of the films that means the most to me is It's a Wonderful Life. Uh. Um, my sister was in hospital like 10 years ago. She's got epilepsy and right. she was being monitored. So she was hooked up to all these like brain scans. Yeah. And she'd never seen... It was over Christmas as well, so she was worried she was going to be in over like Christmas. So I took It's a Wonderful Life like to a hospital room to watch it with her. And I'd seen it before, so I just sat back and watched her brain scan going. Oh, wow. So I got to see in like real time what that film did to her sort of emotionally. Yeah. No idea what the squiggles meant. <laughs> still. And uh, I'm a, like, uh, my dream's to be a filmmaker. So that yeah. when I watched that at the same time, I was just about to make a feature film myself. And that kind of gave me the courage to do it. Because I thought, well, I want to create that kind of emotion in people. I'm so glad we went to you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm going to cry. Um, so, I now will do the end, and we can all go and uh, have a, a, a Nando's or something. Um, so, that was the live episode. Special shout-out to the Distraction Pieces crew, who are all here tonight, and will be standing at the back handing out their new magazine, Pod Bible, so make sure you grab one. Also, go and have some photos done, because there are some friends of the podcast here. There's Scroobius Pip here, there's Stu Whiffin here, and there's Super Bob director John Drever. Go and get your photo with them. Um, thank you so much to Lolly for coming here, and for all of you for being here. I want to thank... Kate and Anna and Laura at the BFI. Thanks to Scroobius Pip and the Distraction Pieces Network. Thanks to Buddy Peace for producing it. Thanks to Acast for hosting it. Thanks to Adam Richardson for the graphics. Lisa Lydon for the artwork. We'll be back with another amazing guest next week. But in the meantime, have a great week. And please, be excellent to each other. Sometimes I dream of becoming an actor. Have you ever dreamt of becoming an actor? 
Maureen, what is it you think I'd do for a living? Never mind, sounds like you need the New York Film Academy. NIFA offers workshops, BFA and MFA degrees and summer camps in filmmaking, acting, journalism and more, online and on campuses across the globe. To make films alongside industry professionals, explore more at nyfa.edu. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, Maureen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 